Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to do kind of a best of Bob Lowry, and I'm going to take a clip from one of the podcasts, and I'm going to kind of expand on it. And in this episode, Bob Lowry was really focused on balancing the pool water, and he talks about why balancing the pool water is so important. And I'll go from there after you hear Bob Lowry talk about why it's so important to balance the pool water, and then I'll talk some more about uh, the importance of it and why he was so focused on that. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And if you haven't heard the news, Bob Lowry unfortunately has passed away. He passed away November 17th. I think I got the date wrong in the other podcast that I recorded. It was one of those things where um, I was still dealing with the emotions of the situation, and I wasn't super focused when I recorded that one. Um, but I hope I did a pretty good job with the tribute episode uh, nonetheless. And I'm glad for Bob Lowry spending so much time with me over this past year, kind of leaving a verbal, intellectual repository of all of his information I think with the 54 podcasts that I recorded with him, we covered so many subjects that are in this book. If I flip through his book, I can see him covering just about every chapter and every subject in there over the course of those podcasts. And the podcasts that I recorded, Bob Lowry, have been the most popular podcast episodes that I've recorded. And I really am thankful for the time he gave me to do that. And I also feel like he felt a sense of urgency to kind of leave that behind because he was so focused on educating the pool professional and he had a passion for that education and he knew that the material would be you know invaluable to the pool pros out there so he made an effort even when he was not feeling well to still come out there and do the recording so I really appreciate that and I don't think I touched a lot on the genius of Bob Lowry in my tribute episode but, I mean, here's the guy that invented 111 chemicals. And I'll just take one, for example. He has He's the creator of the liquid pool conditioner. Now, if you know anything about cyanuric acid, you know that the pH is low. You know, it's like 4, 2, or 3, something like that. It's pretty low. So if you were to use the granular cyanuric acid and just broadcast it into a pool, this would stain the pool bottom pretty easily. And I've seen it happen in a lot of cases with that granular cyanuric acid to raise the conditioner level in the pool or cyanuric acid level in the pool would, you know, leave staining. And so Bob came up with this formula. Who knows how many hours he spent in the lab to create this, but he has a sodium-based cyanuric acid that's pH neutral and it's a liquid form. And that creation just blows my mind. You take a product that has a really low pH and then you make it pH neutral 
And not only that, but you transform it to be sodium-based or salt-based, and then you make it so that you can pour it directly in in a liquid form. And of course, Natural Chemistry saw the benefit of this, and they bought the product off of Bob and started labeling it as their product, which is perfectly fine. He doesn't care that they did that. We all know that he created so many chemicals out there that just have different brandings on it now. But that's just one example of pure genius, because I wouldn't even know how to mix any kind of chemical that even come close to that. And Bob created something that is truly unique to the industry. And so one of the things that Bob Lowry was really focused on was balancing the pool water, that it was important to know what the exact test factors or what the readings were in the pool so that you can make the adjustments necessary. So I'll let Bob kind of explain to you why balancing the pool is so important, and then I'll expand on that after you hear the clip. Mainly, I think your chemistry background is one of the things that people will know you by, and I think one of the questions, one of the subjects we're going to talk about right now is why is balancing your pool and spa so important? So you see a lot of old timers out there carrying the phenol red and the OTO and they just drop it in the pool and or they'll dip a test strip in and, and look at it and they figure they're done. So why is it actually important to balance the pool correctly, get the range of the chemistry? Is there a good reason for that? Well, there really is. The, the closer you can get to balancing the water, the more stable the pool is going to be. The, the, the idea of taking care of a pool for most service techs is to make it stable so nothing changes from week to week to week, or if there are changes, there's only small ones, and they're easier to overcome then or, or make an adjustment for them that way. And if you're not getting good test information, it makes it difficult to add the right amount of chemical and get the right, the correct balance. And um, it is important. I once did a, a test in a room full of service guys. I put an aquarium in there and I adjusted the water so I knew what, what it really was. And I asked 30 guys to come up and do a, a flash test with their OTO and phenol red and there was only two guys out of 30 that got the right answers. So doing that is a waste of time. And test strips, as I have told people for years, test strips are, are fine if you just want to know if the water is okay. If, if you want to know what the exact pH is, what the exact alkalinity is, what the right cyanuric acid level is, you can't do that with a flash test and a, and a test strip. You can't get the right answer. And you, and you need to have those right answers to be able to balance the pool. Yeah, so, you know, the, you were mentioning the ballpark reading or flash test versus, say, like a photometer, a photometer, you know, is it, and you mentioned the fact that you want to have more exact reading. So mainly I think the difference is the more exact you are, the better you can maintain that pool versus the ballpark. So over time, if you're just doing ballpark test strip readings, that pool can be out of balance. Alkalinity could be 60 or 50, and then the pH could not actually be 7.8. It could be even higher. Is that correct? Well, yeah, but not only not only that, you're right. But not only that, but the problem comes from um, if you're only measuring pH and chlorine, you have no idea what the alkalinity is, and 
alkalinity is a buffer in the water to prevent the pH from going low, but it also is a, a um, uh, if the alkalinity is too high, it keeps pulling the pH up all the time. So you end up with a problem with going back to the pool week after week after week, and you keep adding acid to get the, the pH back down, and it goes down, but then it goes right back up because your alkalinity is too high. So if you get your alkalinity to the right place, then the pH won't go up so high. And that also goes in with the fact that a lot of guys aren't doing the LSI calculation either in the pool. So there's no way to know if it's corrosive or scale forming, which is a ballpark reading, right? That's right. And those are only ballparks. And then when you add things like like uh, chlorine generators and stuff to the water, then you have other problems. And chlorine generators, uh, just because of the chemistry of how you make chlorine, they're going to raise the pH of the pool. In addition, um, an SWG, uh, because of the turbulence inside, you know, it makes chlorine gas and it makes hydrogen gas. And those bubbles come off of the plates in the, in the cell and it creates turbulence and aeration. And turbulence and aeration makes CO2 gas off. When CO2 gas is off, the pH goes up. And so uh, those two things uh, cause the pH to go up quite a bit. And you can offset it by using some borates in the water uh, and um, using uh, uh, lowering the alkalinity and the pH to compensate for it. So you need to know exactly what they are to be able to get to the right compensation point. And I love Bob's example about the guys that do the flash testing and how ineffective that is. But I think beyond that, the point is that unless you know, besides the ballpark readings of what the chemistry is, you don't really know how to adjust the chemistry. And like he mentioned about just dumping acid in there, if the alkalinity is at 160 or 180, you can add as much muriatic acid as you think you need to add at that time and the pH is not going to go down one bit. And in contrast, if the alkalinity is 30 or 40, and you keep adding the acid, it's going to cause the pH to drop dramatically low rapidly. And I think one thing he touched on in other podcasts is bather-to-bather transmission of viruses, bacteria, diseases. And this was a big thing that he was really focused on. If there's not enough free chlorine in the pool to prevent and kill disease, bacteria, viruses, then the pool's unsafe to swim in. And how will you know what the chlorine level is if you don't have a test kit or a method to test the chlorine beyond just dropping a little OTO in there or a test strip to see if the chlorine level is actually at four parts per million, five parts per million. And of course, he had a factor to calculate how much free chlorine needs to be in the water to be effective. And I'll probably touch on that in another episode for you. So you kind of get the idea of one of the concepts that was really original in the industry. And it's kind of revolutionary in thinking that a free chlorine level at of three parts per million may not make the water safe in certain circumstances based on the other chemistry in the water. And so it's really important. And I really echo Bob's sentiment that if you don't know the factors accurately in the water, there's no way you can make the correct adjustments, nor can you prevent scale forming or corrosion in the pool without having the, you know, without having any idea 
of what the other factors are beyond chlorine and pH. And so it's not enough just to test for those. You need to have all the test factors. And it's kind of your duty to the customer. They're paying you to maintain their pool. They're paying you to make their pool safe to swim in for their kids and for themselves or for their guests that come over. And there's some monetary transaction here for your services based on the fact that you're going to perform a certain duty, which is checking the chemistry in the pool and making sure that the pool water is safe to swim in. It's not corrosive to the equipment or the surface of the pool, or it's not scale forming. And that's kind of what they pay you to do. And not to do that means that you're really not doing your job out there. And I think Bob Lowry will emphasize that, um, that the flash testing doesn't work. And in other podcasts, he's talked about how that's really ineffective and really bad for the industry and bringing everyone down by not performing the job as you're supposed to do. And I think his education really wanted to elevate the industry to the next level so that we would be an industry respected out there beyond, you know, all the jokes about it and all the caricatures and cliches. I think he really wanted to make this industry something to be proud to work in and to give it the respect it needed. And balancing the pool water is just one of many aspects that he focused on. And it's one thing that I think is crucial in pool care. You should not be out there doing what you do if you're not balancing the water and checking all the test factors. And since I'm kind of an old school guy, me and Bob Lowry kind of disagreed a little bit about what to check each week. I said checking the pH, chlorine, and alkalinity was fine. And, you know, the calcium hardness, cyanuric acid, and I think checking things that don't move a lot like salinity wasn't something you want to do every week. He agreed to a point on that. And I think one of our disagreements was on the alkalinity. He says, check it every week. I found that it doesn't move dramatically in a pool, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he's, of course, the expert. And checking the pH, chlorine, alkalinity every week should be something you're doing out there. And of course, checking the combined chlorine to see if the actual available chlorine is what you're getting there. So just checking the free chlorine is not enough. You have to check for the um, combined chlorine also just to see if the chlorine that is in the pool in the pool is actually effective at an effective level in the pool. And I agree with him on that. That's an important factor that OTO couldn't do because you can't check for combined chlorine. So a Taylor test kit that does that or a Lamotte photometer or the ITS exact IDIP kit would be a great photometer or even the pool lab photometer. Basically, you just want to have a test kit that you can rely on to give you those accurate readings so you can actually truly balance the pool water by knowing what is in what the test factors are reading in the water so you know what exactly to add to the water to bring them within the ranges. And Bob Lowry also has these target ranges. And again, I'll probably unpack that in a separate podcast for you also to touch on some other aspects that Bob Lowry was you know, really adamant about teaching. And his material, I think, is definitely worth looking at. You can find his material at pcti.online. And of course, the podcast episodes are available for you to listen to here. If you're looking for the podcast that I recorded with Bob Lowry, just go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com, and on the banner, click on that podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu. And you would just type in Bob Lowry in the search box. 
and that will pull up a lot of the podcasts that I recorded with him in the past for you there. If you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.